Welcome to track number three of the sweet influences of the Holy Spirit. Is that amazing? Now, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, you must be very, very careful because the Holy Spirit is, has many names. Okay? And one of his names is the Spirit of Truth. Yeah. John chapter 14, verse 17. John chapter 14. All through John 14, 15, and 16. calls the Holy Spirit, does not call the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. He doesn't call the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. He calls the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth. Is it amazing? Do you see? John fourteen seventeen. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. John fifteen twenty six. But when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even, or that is, or otherwise known as, a.k.a. or... Otherwise known, uh, all, uh, is, it, uh, is it AK? Also known as, or DBA, doing business as. Doing business as, yes, DBA. Doing business as. Yeah. To the comforter, doing business as the spirit of truth. Or also known as, you see, alias, the spirit of truth. Or DBA, Spirit of Truth, doing business as the Spirit of Truth. Do you get it? Properly known as. Also referred to as the Spirit of Truth. DBA, doing business as. The Spirit of Truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. And John 16, verse... 13. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Lou, give me one of those the chairs. Give me the yellow one. Alright. Glory to God. Now, the Spirit of God is the Spirit of Truth. Can you see me over here? Alright. Glory to God. 
The spirit of God is the spirit of truth. Right? And when the sweet influences of the Holy Spirit when the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit is upon you He will guide you against lying. No, no, no. Where were you trained? (laughs) All right. Now, one of the main characteristics of uh, human beings is, is lies. God wanted to show that he was different from men. The main characteristic he showed was that he does not tell lies. He said that God is not a man. I should lie. So God is not a man. (laughs) Mercy. What a shock. Yeah. He didn't say God is not a man that he should poo-poo. Or God is not a man that he should wee-wee. Or God is not a man that he should be any other characteristic. Jealous or No. Lies. Yeah. So... You will see how the sweet influences of the Spirit are necessary on an ordinary person. And one of the major influences that happens on you when the Holy Spirit is influencing you is that you start to shift away from lying and deception and darkness and dishonesty. Because the Holy Spirit doesn't like that at all. His name is the Spirit of Truth. I mean, His name is not the Spirit of non-fornication. Or the Spirit of virginity. Not the Spirit of virginity. It's the Spirit of Truth. Telling the truth and being truthful in all the dimensions of truth 
There are so many dimensions when it comes to truth. Telling a lie is one of the very basic forms of lying. The basic lie. It's, a, it's even a junior lie. It's just one of the lies. One of the, one of the forms of deception. Other forms of deception are denials. Yeah. Yeah. You will see that one of the main um, characteristics of human beings is to instantly deny whatever it is that is being said. Oh, mercy. Another, do you get it? Are you getting it? Another is to only say good things about yourself. It's a third form of lying. So, denials... If you look at Proverbs 21 verse 2, it says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. So he always says he is doing the right thing. It's part of the line. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. That is why when two people are quarreling, both of them are angry. It's not that one is angry and the other one is not angry. Because everyone feels that his way is right. And the other one doesn't feel I'm doing something very bad. But everybody feels that he's right. So every man, every way of a man is right in his own eyes. Then how can it be that every way of yours is right? One day, day. I went to the golf course and I was playing golf with some friends, pastors. They are not in our church. So as we were playing, we started to have a discussion. 
So I decided to do it. They were lamenting about how um, pastors are not together. We are disunited and spread out. We don't. We are not. In, we are not. We don't even. We don't trust ourselves. We don't relate. It's like all. It's like everybody's of a problem. So I decided that, okay, I'll bring myself as a specimen of the problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I said, okay, how do you see me? Am I, as a, are you, am I proud? I'm the Bishop of Lighthouse, whatever. You see me as a proud person. I mean, how do you, what is, well, how do you see me? Hey! When, when, yes, I brought myself fully. I remember exactly where I was. When the pastor began to speak, it was my turn to play. Instead of the ball going straight, I just played it somewhere. From here to here, I played once. I played about four times. Because I was a bit destabilized by what he was saying. Yeah. You see? Because... Even truth is something we are, we are even afraid of. It's a question that you will not easily ask your, 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 your neighbor. How do, how do you see me? Am I, am I proud? Like, am I a proud person? I'm the Bishop of Lighthouse and we are this. And am I, like, do I stand aside like I'm too big? I feel good. Yeah, how do you see me? Hey! Because every way of a man is right in his own eyes. Everything that I'm doing is right to me. It's right to me. But to somebody, you'll be surprised that it's not right to the person. Yeah. So my faults were brought out, and it, what a shock. I will not tell you what faults that they were. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like go to your own company and ask them so how am I when you are in your room and you have tied your hair ask turn around and ask a question am I beautiful Do you want to know the truth? Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. Proverbs 21 verse 2.
And these truths about how we are and who we are will be very helpful. Because I, was, I, I benefited from that discussion. And none of them asked me, how do you see me? Yeah. Although, I mean, we talked about that, but I didn't have that direct question the way I asked it. How do you see me? It's not an easy question to ask. And it was not easy. I couldn't play, I mean, I couldn't play the ball. Amen. So, everybody will deny everything. In my experience as a pastor, I, I have not found anybody, anybody who just admits. Very, or very few. They are far between. It's like a shooting star. You rarely see a star moving like that. Who just is true. You need evidence. You need witnesses. You need others to make a case. Hey! Over the years. So, so much so that as I have grown older, I have stopped listening to what people say. Because I know that Everybody would just say his own goodness. He will never admit his badness. 100% of his things would be his goodness. If I call all of you sisters and I say, So, can you cook? Everybody says, Oh, yeah, Bishop, I can cook. Everybody says only good things. You rarely get some. I can't cook. Bishop, I can't cook. You you wouldn't get anybody to say that. Everybody says, Oh, yes. Oh, what do you make? I make jollof. I make this. I make that. I make that. I make so- chicken sauce. I, I make chicken sauce. I, meanwhile, you can't cook. You can't cook. And woe to the man who marries you. It's going to suffer. It's amazing. But the more the Holy Spirit influences you, the spirit of truth is like, when you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, say, I, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to cook. I, my stew is, and it's your stew, it's your food nice, it's your stew nice. You see, it's your stew nice. Look, if you were to, if you were to, if the, if the Holy Spirit is influencing you, you will ask yourself, this flower stew that I've made, it's not a good stew. <laughs> this flower stew that I've made, it's not a good stew. Flour! They're using flour to make stew. You cannot cook. 
breakfast? Can you fry eggs? Even eggs. Look, most Ghana girls cannot fry eggs. Most. Take it from me. I see people think I'm just speaking things. People think I'm just talking. Most men will proclaim their own goodness. If you ask them, they will all say, Okay, ask your neighbor whether she can fry eggs. Ask them. One day, one day, a certain sister was asked to fry an egg. When she brought the egg and I saw the egg, I said, oh, why? What has the egg done? You have beaten the egg. It's a It has become like pancake. That's not how they fry eggs. That's not how they fry eggs. But if you were to be honest, at this stage of your life, at this stage of your life, you will say, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you say, I can't fry eggs. I, I want to know how to fry. I don't want to beat the egg. Honesty. Most men will proclaim their own goodness. Never say anything bad. When there is something bad that they should clearly own up and say, Oh, me? Oh, no. Oh, no. I, 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 I. And you see, some of you, you don't know how to cook. It's not really your fault. It's your mother's fault. Because your mother didn't make you cook. She just cooked and you ate. So she never made you work. So it's not really your fault in that sense. But it's your, Hello? But it is your fault if onward going you cannot. Yeah. One day, a certain brother he came to my house and they brought food to eat. When they brought the food, and they dished the food into the plate. Then he called for shito. So some people were eating with him. And they said, why are you calling for shito? He said, oh, every food I put shito in. <laughs> Every food. So, so, the people told him, look, why don't you taste the food first? Eh? 
So he tasted it. And he said, wow, you can eat it without shito. <laughs> you see, some people, their food is so bad, you need shito with every, there's no taste. There's no, it's tasteless, so it's like shito is the salvation of that food every time you have to put shito in. It's true. But if you ask them, they will never admit, so yeah. I grill chicken, I grill chicken, I make sauce. Anytime you hear someone say, I grill chicken and I make sauce, she cannot cook. Those two, you just write it down. So I grill chicken, I make sauce, chicken sauce. What sauce? We eat too, you say we are making sauce. Are you there? Let me show you another verse. Pro- Have I given you most men will proclaim every man his own goodness? Huh? Proverbs 20 verse 6. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. But a faithful man who can find everybody is going to say I'm good. But who can find a really faithful person? Do you understand what I am saying? Amen. Are you there? You are not there. Who can find a faithful person? So denial is another level of lying. Just the ordinary lies. Is one. Denial is two. And what's the third one? Only saying good things about yourself is another form of lying and deception. Number four, saying part of the truth. It's another clever trick that we all have. How many have learned how to say parts? <laughs> and some people, they are so good with telling lies and telling part of the truth that they even know what will detract you from the truth. So they will tell you Something that is true. So that your mind will go there. And you don't ask about this one. Yeah. For instance, if you ask somebody, have you had um, a boyfriend before? And you say, yes. So, when I was on campus, I had this guy. Yeah. 
Then they would tell you, Ah, I used to go to his house at Abelengpe to spend weekends there. Then you are surprised and say, Oh, eh, you used to spend weekends there. Yes, please. <laughs> so that he will not ask. That, that has already dazzled him. Because he's your beloved. He's become your beloved and he's asking, so have you been? So, you just told him about the Abelengpe one. But you haven't told him about your pregnancies. Huh? You have not told him about the pregnancies. And all the other guys whom you had when you were in secondary school. But the way you said the campus one, his mind went off the secondary school and after A-levels. Remember what you used to be doing. Is it fantastic? I'd get one of your children to sing a song. Say, say, 
Why do people stop and pray to a man who's dead and gone? When I ask them, they just say, He's coming back to take me home. Anybody Anybody here wanna walk in golden streets? Say I do. Anybody here sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here want a home where love forever? Say I do. They say you will never know till you walk up to that night and you look into his eyes of love and touch the nail prints in his hand and if you can walk away knowing all he's tried to prove well then I'll just have to say I guess he didn't die for you anybody wanna live forever Anybody here wanna walk in golden streets? Say I do. Anybody here sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here wanna home with love forever? Say I do.
I'm going to give you some 21st century statistics. And this actually concerns women. So the brothers can just relax. More than 80% of women of various backgrounds believe in beneficial lying. 80% of interviewees believe that women lie more cleverly and successfully than men. of women say they have to lie in the workplace to sustain their positions. More than 75% of the women feel justified in having a secret to protect. 70% of women attribute living a lie to how they've been positioned in marriages, workplace, financially or as mothers. 75% of women say they lie about money to their boyfriends, husbands, and family members. More than 50% of women caught in their secrets and lies were prepared to defend themselves. And more than 60% felt that they could wiggle out of their lies once discovered. Six styles of deception. Is it fantastic? (laughs) Then... Lying about their age.
I learned how to lie early from my mother and to act like you aren't into your own lie. My mother did it with my dad and she did it with her office and it worked. Women explain their romantic secrets as a way of keeping their options open. And female guile is inevitably part of the package. Familiar to a lady called whatever, 33 years old, married an account executive, Her shamelessness about her past manifests in a compassionate lie. She hides the truth in order to placate her husband. When I first met met my husband, we were dating. I had to rewrite my past. He couldn't stand that I had been with other men and that I had been so wild. And I thought he was crazy. But I decreased how many guys I had been with. As if I was somehow becoming a virgin for him. After a while, it seemed the right way to be. So now, my past sex life is a secret. I even deny it. Because I don't want this marriage to fail. I don't want to feel dirty. And I lie for that feeling to go away. I want to be married and it works for me. My marriage is not the great romance I thought it would be and my attitude is what my attitude is what guy could have done that for me I wanted to be married to him and I wanted to be his wife The reason I keep secrets from him is because there's no advantage to wearing my heart on my sleeve I act like sex is amazing when I really wish it would last longer. I, I act like any dinner we go to is a thrill. Any night out is a big deal. If my husband knew how many guys I had really known, he would be upset and he would be jealous. Who needs that? I think men are interchangeable. And the problem is you don't know it till you've been at it for a while. So I stay buttoned up and fantasize the rest. <laughs> What a shock. Of the women I spoke to for this study, 65% of the interviewees reported that sex was better with the lover, boyfriend, than in the marriage. Yearning for someone else while in a monogamous relationship can be an arresting and rewarding secret for some women. What is the importance of my husband knowing or not knowing? I think it would infuriate him that I have a boyfriend, so I keep it to myself. I'm good at this secret and I love having it. I don't want to give up the affair to be able to tell the truth. So I bend the truth and I keep parts of it to myself. 
I don't consider myself a liar. I consider myself someone who doesn't want to hurt other people. My marriage works and my mothering is better because of my secret life. It isn't that I go around promoting affairs. This is something that has enriched my life. I only feel badly when I see how open my husband is about every morsel of his life. He will call me from his walk to the gym at the end of his workout. When he gets to the office, if he's going to be an hour late at night. So I'm very careful to tell him my whereabouts as best as I can. I don't say I'm going up with my lover. That I lie about. But it's better to be vague all week. So on my days with my lover, I don't feel I'm acting any other way. <laughs> Mercy. Another way in which women lie about their love lives involves old boyfriends and ex-husbands. And at Angie, 30, a freelance journalist, explains her behavior. I always keep in touch with my old boyfriends. I call them if I need them and sometimes I take up with them again. I lie to the new boyfriend and the old boyfriend when this happens. But I keep it going. It's worth doing. I can't get over my husband who just asked for a divorce, but I want a boyfriend. I really miss my husband, but I know it's not going to work out. So when I meet men and they say it's too soon to date you, during the beginning of the divorce, I lie. I keep my feelings about my husband to myself. I say that I want to be divorced and I'm open to a new love. Really, I'm just trying to get through, but my heart belongs to my husband who packed up one day and was out of here. How else do I stand a chance? Not by saying how I really feel. How can I tell my husband the truth that after a day of work and coming home to two toddlers, sex with him is the last thing on my mind at 10 p.m.? I can't even remember when I was into him or if I was ever into him. I don't see the point of explaining it, but I feel strongly. I am exhausted. I am tapped out. I don't want to hurt his ego, but I also don't want to sleep with him. When it comes to sex and love, lies can be purposeful for women. Another one said, I lied to my boyfriend because there would be too many problems if I told the truth. I lie about where I go, what I do, who I go with. He asks if I flirt. He asks if I flirt with guys when I'm out with my girlfriends. I lie about my ex-boyfriend and what went on and how I miss him. I don't know who said a lie wouldn't help. It's the only way to get through. Are you there? 
have more, but I think it's getting to time for your supper. Hey. Lies. Women and lies. Huh? Yeah. Should I read more of the stories to you? But you see, the ladies, they look very innocent. But it is not as you think. True or not true? Mercy. All right. Um, who is going to sing whilst... Give me one minute.
they tell you your friend has left you in sorrow Hundred world comes crashing down Life is just like a little flower Today is here, tomorrow is gone So don't just chase after riches and power Cause they'll fail you when time is gone So you see my brother, the life is so short It passes so quickly and soon it's gone You just have one life to live on earth So remember your creator while you have breath And so you see my brother, the life is so short It passes so quickly and soon it's gone You just have one life to live on earth The life is so short, it passes so quickly and soon it's gone. You just have one life to live on earth, to remember your creator while you have breath. It was but yesterday you were a baby, but so soon you're going to. And before you know it, you become a lady or a man with children too. Then your health and strength begins to fail you, and you say that what shall I do? Because the days and years you may have wasted. Baby memories haunting you So you see my brother, the life is so short It passes so quickly and soon it's gone You just have one life to live on earth So remember your creator while you have breath And so you see my brother, the life is so short It passes so quickly and soon it's gone The life is so short, it passes so quickly and soon it's gone. You just have one life to live on earth. So remember your creator while you remember your creator. Remember your creator. Remember your creator. Life is short. Glory to God. Now, the Holy Spirit, it, it will influence you to become 
honest and truthful. Do you understand? So, whatever it is, I've given you four dimensions of lying. Or five. What's the first one? Lies. Pure lies. Simple lies. Number two. Denials of everything. Everybody says no. I didn't. Number three. Saying only good things. The good things about yourself. Next one. Part of the truth. The fourth one. Fifth one. Is walking in shadows. Shadows. Walking in the shadows. Now, the shadows are the places where you can't be seen. And you will notice a very, very, very wonderful scripture where the Bible says, all right, if we say that we fellowship with him and walk in darkness or walk in the shadows, we lie. And we do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Because if you walk in the light, your sins will be seen. That's why walking in the light is connected to the blood of Jesus. You see, if you don't know bad things about somebody, you don't really know the person. You must know the person's weaknesses. When you say bad things, it's not that you have to know an evil. A well-identified evil. But you, nobody is strong, always strong. Nobody is always serious. Nobody is always clever. Nobody is always right. Nobody knows everything. No one is always standing upright. Are you a giraffe? Yeah. Yeah, the giraffes sleep on their feet. Yeah. They cannot lie down. They stand for, the whole, for their whole lives. If they lie down, I think they cannot get up again. And their heart is the biggest heart because it pumps so high. It's like a, 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 a what do you call it? A big pump. To pump to that height. Yeah. And I think when they bend down the way, then it, it, they lose balance and that's it. You know, so you are not a giraffe. I mean, you cannot, everything about you is a hundred percent Correct too. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not real. So that is why as soon as they talk about walking in the light, no, the, the blood of Jesus has to come right there. Is it not in the scripture? I said, I, we walk in the blood of Jesus, blesses us from Moses. Because as soon as you marry, you start knowing bad things about the person. And the blood of Jesus is working. Immediately. 
That is why it's good to be in a relationship for some time before you marry. Jesus has been in a relationship with his bride for a long time. He has not yet married us. He's spying us. He's spying us. Clearly. Yeah. 2,000 years relationship. Yeah. Because when you, and you, when you don't stay in a relationship for a long time, you don't really know the person you are marrying. You see, if you take an average number of brothers, even a sister, but let's take brothers, who have been married for 10 years, and you ask them whether they, they have occurred to them before that they've made a mistake, 100% will say that, will raise their hand that, yeah, I think they've made a mistake. I've done it several times. I ask them, and it's always virtually 100% raise their hand and say that, yeah, it has occurred to them before that they really made a mistake in this marriage. Do you get it? Because, why, why, why does it occur to them? Because when they see the negative side of this beauty, what a shock! And so if you, 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 you will see that you cannot handle it. You cannot handle it. You cannot handle it. You see that you can't handle it. Everything that I experienced in my marriage, I experienced in a relationship. I was in a relationship for four years. What I see is what I saw. Marriage is always a seesaw. There is nothing new. Yeah. There is nothing new. Because I was in a relationship for a long time. Four years. Yeah. Four years. We are together. All, every problem that I had in relationship is the same problem I have. I don't have anything new. I don't have any new problem. Yeah, I've not developed any new problem. The only problem I ever have is what I had. Yeah. As it was <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> so those of you who just see a beautiful girl, you see, you see what I was reading, you see the deceptions. Women, you, you cannot easily know. And to them, it's like, hey, I better keep my secret. It's of no use to say it, to destroy it, to even make the person leave me. So sometimes you see people get married and ask their husband, maybe the husband was I mean, a serious uh, scripture union, whatever, and he's doing certain things. That the lady will be looking at him and saying that, hey, not an SU guy, because she can compare with other stars who have been. Mercy. You don't understand what I'm talking about. You, you seem to be puzzled. So, brothers and sisters, um, truth 
another aspect of truth is walking in the in the light. Rhoda, come here. Now, stand right here. Supposing I, God forbid, her husband was no more alive. My wife is not alive. I need a wife. What do I know about her? What do I know about her? Do you know NATO? Apart from seeing her beautiful face, her beautiful body and everything. (laughs) Sit down. What else do I know? The rest is in the shadows. Now, the, the thing that is a sign that you are walking in the light is fellowship. If you walk in the light, then we have fellowship one with another. There is a kind of fellowship that we have. Do you see? So a lot of artificial friendships and relationships are the foundations for marriages. You know? And so as you are here, even though we are not having a marriage seminar, you see that's how the will of God is. You always have these things being added unto you. Yeah. Many of us don't walk in the light with each other. How can you marry somebody with whom you are not walking in the light with the person? The person has to come out of the light where the blood of Jesus will be needed. It is in the light that the blood of Jesus will be needed. The negatives of the person will appear. And the blood will be needed to be clean in some places. Yeah. As if we walk and we fellowship, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us straight away. The toilet roll will be needed instantly. <laughs> hey! I don't know anything about her. I don't know what I don't know what how she behaves when she's angry. I don't know what makes her angry. I don't know if she can cook. Can you cook? Moody. When we when we get into the house, he could have moods. There's a lot of smiling people who are terribly moody. Eesh. The dark moods control the atmosphere like witchcraft, and you can never tell whether she's one. So you need to walk in the light. Where the evidence is that we are fellowshipping and immediate blood of Jesus is needed. 
Tamara, come here. Stand here. Okay. Is she beautiful? Is she beautiful? She's been a beauty queen before, isn't it? Yeah. She's been a beauty queen before. Yeah. Miss what? Malaika. Do you know Nato? You didn't know Nato? Yeah. You don't know Nato? Sit down. Now listen. She's beautiful. She has declared to be more beautiful than the average Ghanaian. She's been chosen by so many stringent examinations. Now, what is she like? What is the bad thing about her? It's about all that is in the shadows. What do we know? Do we have fellowship? We are having some kind of fellowship now. It tells us something, but there is more fellowship. There is more fellowship. More fellowship. So those of you who are entering in these short matchstick relationships, do you know what is a matchstick? Matchstick relationships. You just like the it's finished. Very short. Because of a beautiful face or a beautiful body, you have not walked in the light. So you are very, very exposed to possible deceptions and lies. You see, and that's a characteristic of a man. So when God was explaining that he's different from men, he said, I don't lie. I'm not a man, I don't lie. I know man lies, woman lies. It's all deception. All this you see is deception. Forget about what you are seeing. Forget it. Forget it. Just forget about it. It's not real. Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm preaching good preaching. Forget about it. Find somebody you can walk in the light with. Yeah. Fellowship with. With whom there will be need for the blood of Jesus. There will be a need for the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Find somebody you can fellowship in the light. Where immediately you said, please pass the blood. (laughs) Please pass the blood. Can you pass the blood? As soon as, as soon as you start walking closely with somebody, your first question, please pass the blood. Please, please pass the blood. Please pass, pass me some blood. <laughs> I need to wash some things. Hey! Please pass me some blood.
The Holy Spirit. He influences you and brings you more and more towards reality and truthfulness and honesty. The real is guiding you. Yeah. There's so much that you don't know. How many types of lies do you have? (laughs) Number six. Number six. Hippocrates. Hippocrates. Which is hypocrisy. Now, that is hypocrisy is once it means the pretender. It's one step further than not walking in the light. Because walking in the light may bring us but closer. But some people and we may just find one or two things that look, pass me some blood, I need to clean some things. But some have an act, they are actors. So they have the complete opposite of what they really are. Yeah, there is that one too. And you, you need the Holy Spirit to take you away. Remember what I said at the beginning? To even what is out and what is in to be as close as possible. To move away from you. And that's when the Holy Spirit is working. He's always working on the in and out to be near. Yeah, as close as possible. It's not easy to be the same out as you are in. Or to be the same in as you are out. Stand here, my baby. Stand here, the other one. You stand here. Do, do they look wicked? Do they look wicked? Do they look wicked? Do they look jealous? Do they look angry? Do they look like angels? But you, you may never know limited. You may never know limited. This, they may be repositories of wickedness. A repository is like a collection, it's like a safe haven of wickedness. A warehouse. You may never know limited. One day, day, I went to live in a certain house. And this house had an old man and an old woman. And they had been married for many years. So, the wife would come in, fry. She was very good at frying eggs. So, I'm I'm an expert egg fryer because I, I know all these egg frying techniques. So, when I see somebody who has... Beating the egg, I said, look at, look at. Egg has suffered under your hands. This lady was a good cook, housekeeper. She could cook every food. 
very, I mean, very nice food. Up to today, I remember her food. Yeah. One day, I was sitting in the kitchen with the woman and then the husband. And the wife went out of the door. When she went out, she closed the door. And the husband took his walking stick and pointed. Angry. Always angry. Always angry. Always angry. Yeah. Nice food. If you come to the house, if you are just come for just normal, you will get everything. What is a homemaker? She can cook everything. She can kill animals. Yeah, she can grill. She can cook roasting. Yeah. She had rabbits. She had rabbits. She used to kill them and eat them all the time. She had rabbits. Yeah. Everything she could make it. The husband went. Angry. Always angry. Haven't you seen a lot of older ladies always angry? They look bitter and angry. Hmm. You don't know. But tell a bitter widow. What a shock. (laughs) So look at these ones. These are the beauty queens. These are the little children. Angels. So we want to walk in the light with them. Yeah, apart from maybe when we ask them questions, they like, can you, can you fry eggs? Yes, I can. Can you cook? So when the Holy Spirit is on you, you become more telling the truth. The next one, the next type of lies, the next type of section 7 is self-deception. You you lie to yourself. Yeah, you tell yourself lies. You tell yourself lies and believe. Okay, girls, you can sit down. Unless you want to keep me company. Oh, you can sit down. (laughs) Oh, Verse 14, Luke 16, verse 14. And the Pharisees also who were covetous heard all these things and they derided him. 
And he said unto them, You are they which justify yourselves before men. But God knows your hearts. But God knows your hearts. God knows your hearts. Amen. God knows your the, the prophet said, God said to Samuel, Look not on the outward appearance. Look not on the outward appearance. Amen. Don't look on the outward appearance. Because God does not look on the outward appearance. God looks on the heart. Amen. Are you there? Yes. First Samuel 16 verse 7. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on the outward appearance. Amen. It says, Nor on the height of his stature. 1 Samuel 16 verse 7. Because I have refused him. The Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance. But the Lord looketh on the heart. So many of us are looking on the outward appearance. Many of us are justifying ourselves. But God knows. And to justify yourself is to tell yourself a lie and believe it. And this is what the Pharisees were doing. They were deceiving themselves. So you, you don't have to be happy whether people believe you outside. You have to think of yourself so that you don't tell yourself a lie. So lying is not just lying outside, but lying inside, lying to yourself. So you can lie to others, they believe you. Then you tell yourself that what you are doing is good. Do you understand? So it, it, the Holy Spirit influences you. He's the spirit of truth against all, against shadows. It influences you to bring you out of darkness. Just be, just be yourself where we'll use blood. Just come out and let's all be together. Just be yourself and use blood. We'll just use blood. Get some blood. Yeah. He influences Come out, come out, come out. Just be normal. Don't have to impress. You don't have to paint your face every day. Just come and be yourself. You will be old very soon. Those who use makeup, you get old very quickly. I tell you something, you see that you are very old. Yeah. You see that your face, I mean, unless you put that thing on, you cannot, you will be old. Yeah. Just be yourself. Come and be as you are with your sports and everything. We like you. We will still marry you. Yeah. We like you like that. There's, there's no need of all these, all these things that you are putting on. Ah. Yeah. Just be yourself. After all, when you are married and you are in the house, I mean, suddenly, oh. There's a story I want to tell you, but I can't say it. I cannot 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 say it. Uh, I cannot, I cannot say that story. No, 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 I cannot say that story. Hey! Amen. Now, 
Don't you think the Holy Spirit would influence you against the devil? Huh? Don't you think the Holy Spirit would influence you against the devil? And the Bible calls the devil the father of lies. Father of lies. So, I'll tell you, telling yourself the truth, it will promote you. It's the greatest key to promotion. Telling yourself the truth. Yeah. And, 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 and you see, for instance, if you have a problem, you can't stop. Or you have a problem that is worrying you. The way to go overcome it is to accept it. And say, Look, I have this problem. And then, I am trying every day to stop, but I can't stop, or I always do. So I pray to you, Holy Spirit. You see, that's truth. Already, the Holy Spirit has started to work because you have, you have, you, even your prayers are truthful. Now, this is my problem. I am doing it every day. I beg you. So now, Holy Spirit, help me because I'm coming to the sweet influence on something else. But the Holy Spirit will influence you to pray that prayer, the truthful prayer, that this is it. This is the situation. So help me. It's the same Holy Spirit who will influence you to self-improvement. Yeah. But most of us, when you ask, are you this? Oh, no, I don't have a... Oh, me? Oh, at all. No, 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 no. I, I, at all. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not like... You see, you see I am... Uh, what are you saying? You're cutting yourself off from help. Because if you are down, if you are downstairs and I want to pull you up with a rope and ask, are you downstairs? No, no, I'm in the next, I'm upstairs. So are you downstairs? Oh, I have a rope. So no, are you down? Oh, no, no, at all. I'm not down at all. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just over there. No, no. Uh, uh, maybe somebody else. At all. I'm not down. I, I want to pull. I have a rope. I'm going to be, are you No, at all. This is, this is us. And we cut ourselves off from being helped. Yeah. And I want to tell you something. Look, you can never work with God with deception. You can never, never work with God. You will be cut off early. Yeah. All the forms of deception. And I'm not saying it as an angel. I'm saying it as a human being on, on this same earth. Yeah, I'm right here with you. That's why God makes human beings preach. He doesn't want angels to preach. Angels, they know all, all this is they don't know. That's why they will not. We are going to be above them in heaven. Because they have never walked in darkness and overcome in darkness as we are struggling here. We are really struggling. We are really struggling here, I tell you. Ah. <laughs> we are really struggling. <laughs> How many realize that, Charlie? We are really struggling here. Hey! hey God, that's why God doesn't want any angel to preach. Say, human beings, you preach yourselves. The thing you are preaching that affects you. That is why the priests are first to offer sacrifice for themselves and then for the people. You don't offer sacrifice for people as a priest. Offer it for yourself first and then for the people. That's why the communion we take, then we also share. Yeah. 
Because we are equally struggling. A pastor is a struggler. That's why a pastor will always remain a sheep. That's why pastors who don't remain sheep in their head and recognize how they are being pastored still, they often go astray. Because they, they forget that they also are sheep. And that you have equally sins. We, 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 pastors have even sometimes even more problems than the members. Yeah. Diseases of the sheep are also the diseases of the shepherd. Because the shepherds are sheep. Are you there? Yeah. I have a big book in my house as fat as this. It's called Diseases of Sheep. Yeah, a big book like this. Huge. It's called Diseases of Sheep. Yeah, huge. It's, 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 it's for, for vets. When I saw I said, no, I'm a shepherd, so I have to buy this one. Diseases of Sheep, which are also diseases of shepherds. So what I'm telling you about truth how many realize that it's not easy? That between these seven dimensions, you are somewhere on all of them. Somewhere, somewhere, you see that. Mm. Mercy. Pure life. So, you have to start from the basic. That thing of saying yes when it is no, you have to be healed of it. Yeah. You see, the best is if you can't answer, it's no answer. To not answer, but to say no when it is yes. Or even better still, to permit somebody to ask you that question. Don't ask me that question. Don't ask me that that's a question. I don't accept I don't accept that question. I don't accept that question. Yeah. I don't accept that question from you. Yeah. It's better. If somebody asks you, are you a virgin? You say that look. I don't accept that question. I don't, I don't want such a question from you. Why do you ask me that question? Why do you ask me that Have I asked you whether you are a virgin? Why are you asking me whether I am a virgin? I don't like that. I don't like that. So just... <laughs> then say that I am. When you have even been pregnant before. One day, a certain lady, she told me, Bishop, use my story in any of your books. Yeah, she told me, use my story. She said, I want you to use, can use my story in any of my books. Yeah. So when I was getting married, my husband I asked him, are you a person? I am a virgin. I am. I am. She said, use my story. She said, my bishop, I have been pregnant before. 
aborted the baby before and everything finished before I came to marry. So the husband was sitting there. The husband said, yeah, when we got married, I felt that it was a little easy. Yeah. What a shock. In place, I decided to tell my husband after some years. Yeah. So, you realize, she said, use my story. You can write it in any of your books or preach about my story. A certain lady. <laughs> so, if somebody asks you a question, even you don't want it, you say that I don't like the question. <laughs> that, that question, I don't want that question. I don't accept that question for me. <laughs> Did you steal some of the money? Did you take some of the money? I don't, I don't appreciate that question that you're asking. I don't want that question. You can change it, but I don't want that question. Ask another question. I don't like that question. <laughs> you see, it is one step higher than telling lies. It, it does not take you completely out of deception because it moves you in relation to that person who is asking the question. You are walking in darkness and shadows. Because the person cannot really feel you or get to you. Because you are in the shadows. You see, but it takes you from a certain basic. You see, when you become a Christian, some basics. Basics. One of them is tithing. Your money, always you have to tithe, no matter what. Then, another basic is lying. Like, you shouldn't lie. Like, if I ask you something. Just because you are a believer... You should just not tell a lie. That's all. But if there's no need, but you see, we have grown in that culture. And the Holy Spirit it doesn't like lies at all. So it would have been better that you didn't answer that question. Or you, and if, if you say, I can't answer that question then, or I don't want to discuss that topic, then at least you not told a lie. But our fellowship will not be great. Because you keep me out of your, what do you call it? Do you understand? Yeah. So I may say, okay, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. But I can't ask you all those questions. And you don't want me to ask this. I say, okay. It's okay, I will not be in a relationship with you. So I say, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about my past. I prefer not to talk about myself. Oh, you will not prefer to talk about your past. So I also not prefer to marry you. So bye-bye. Bye. That's all. But at least, instead of telling us lies. 
The Holy Spirit doesn't like lies at all. Turn with me. Acts chapter 5. A certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart? Huh? Why has Satan filled your heart? To do what? To lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land. Why has it remained? Was it not thine own? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. Hey, thank God for a lesser anointing on us pastors these days. Because if the anointing that was as strong as that, most of our members would be dead. Most of the anointing members would be dead. Lies. Lies in Kutin. <laughs> and Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And the young man arose and carried him out and buried him. It was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter asked her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, Yeah, for so much. She should have said, Peter, why are you asking me? This question. I, I think you should ask my husband about it. And she will not be close to Peter. She will not be close to Peter from that time. Peter will feel that she should. So, no, I'm sorry, I can't disclose the price. You can ask my husband about it. But he asked her a direct question. Did you sell it for so much? And she said, yes, for so much. Ah, was it 4,000? It was 4,000, but it was 8,000. Was it 4,000 or 8,000? So it was 4,000. She lied. Straight away. So, what am I saying? A basic lies. You see, as a Christian, is to just stop it. And without going, growing out of that, you cannot be used much by God. The Holy Spirit cannot work much. I mean, He's not, he's not influ- the influence, you are just quenching Him. Yeah. It, it won't work. You see, the whole thing is spiritual. What we are doing is, I'm, I'm standing on a spiritual stage. The stage I'm standing on is not this stage. I'm standing on a spiritual stage. And the spiritual stage is made up of things that are held by truth and reality. So if you take out the props, it's no more, there's nothing there. So there's nothing to stand on. Because the foundation is based on that things are true. That I am truly a, a man of God. I am truly anointed. I am truly telling the truth. I am doing the truth. I am practicing it. It's like there's, that is the basis, that's what you find. The Bible says, if the foundation is removed, what can the righteous do? 
People cannot do much when there's nothing under them. Yeah. So basic lies. You'll find out we, are, we have people telling lies all the time. Yeah. Lying, 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 stealing. If, for instance, you have a problem with stealing, you have to say it. Instead, I have this problem with stealing. And pray. Oh, I'm coming to the Holy Spirit. He's going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 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 I am under the sweet influence. So you will see that lying will go out. It's, it will reduce and go out. So at least from basic life, before you come to even lying to yourself, it's higher. You know, it, it's a higher thing to lie to yourself. Or denials is also is yet you have not moved the first thing you tell basic lies, and that's why I say that even if there are topics that you feel that it is not necessary for somebody to know, you don't answer those questions. You say, "I'm sorry, I don't see why you are asking me that question." If you ask me how much money do I have, I say, "I don't know why you are asking me that question. I don't see why I should answer such a question." I'll say that I, I cannot discuss that with you. I'm sorry. I'll say, "See me later." I'll say, call me back. And I'll never answer your call again. <laughs> that you have to know is the first basic like, that the thing that came out of your mouth was not true. One day we invited a pastor to come and preach in the church. And he was, he was, he was, he was unable to come. So, when he was unable to come, he called, the, he called the pastor of the local church that he was going to. And he asked, so what are you going to tell the people? Because he wasn't well. I think he wasn't well, something. So, what are you going to tell the people? He said, oh, I'll find, I'll find, because it had been advertised that he was coming. He said, oh, no, no, tell them that I, I had to go on an emergency trip to South Africa. Tell them that I had to go for an emergency trip to South Africa. Just, just, just say that in the church. Meanwhile, he's in the household. So what I'm trying to say is that, you see, there you see that there's some basic lying that is not necessary. Do you understand? Or tell them, don't say anything. Just say, I couldn't come. Just say, he couldn't be there. It's very, very, very dangerous. So you then notice the absence of a certain level. Even that, those are the things that help you to even know when people are un- under the influence of the Spirit. Yeah, lies. Or somebody says, so when you come, I'll do this for you. When you come, he doesn't do that. Like I went, I was going to preach somewhere. They gave me the hotel. Where am I going to stay? I'll stay here, I'll stay here. When I got there, they had changed the hotel. So I checked on my phone, you know, because my secretary had written it on my phone for me. So I said, ah, this is a different place from the one that... So I asked the people, so they have changed it. Then they also had told me that when I come, they will pay for my ticket to come there. And I said, oh, I don't need anything. I just pay for the ticket. That's what it cost me to come. When I finished preaching, they didn't pay for the ticket. So they didn't put me in the hotel. They said they were going to put me. They were going to put me somewhere else. So I had to say that. Then they didn't pay for the ticket. They didn't pay. They told I me mean, it was lies. So it was like, I realized I was dealing with a different group. In fact, the only type of group I've ever been to like that. You, you have to be careful. And the church was 
was, I mean, it was a different church. It was a whole beast. Yeah. But you see, all these are with us. Basic lies. Yeah. If you don't want to say how many boyfriends you've slept with, just say, I, I, you know, it's something I don't talk about. That's all. So then, then there will be shadows between us and we will know have deep fellowship and I will not also marry you. I will not marry you because I, I don't want to... I'll be walking with you hand in hand. What, who is this? What is your name? Francine, yeah. I'll be walking with Francine and then uh, Ify will, will say, oh, yeah. One of your boyfriends and then, and then another boyfriend and they will all be calling her. So who are these who are calling you? Who are they? Huh? I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? I won't marry you again. Go away. Away. What do you mean? We cannot be close. We cannot be close. But at least you didn't lie. You didn't lie. Because even though you may have had a hundred boys by now. <laughs> okay. Let's say 15. Okay. <laughs> Let's say 15. Okay. There are, there are, there are, a, lot of, there are a lot of boys. There are a lot of boys. To me, it, it means nothing. A lot of boys, it means that. I mean, one, one, one day, a certain brother said to me, he said, not, he said, he said, oh, I mean, oh, oh I mean, I'm a, she, has, she has been with, I mean, this number, I don't know whether 15 or 10 or whatever. He said, oh, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, I'm even happy that it's just 10 or 15, I mean, different. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm very happy with it. You know, he said, I wish I had just had about 10 or 15. Yeah. he has had about hundreds. So, so, somebody made that. A lot of people who are happy with all that. There's no need to lie. Yeah. And then some people they don't want to. So, I don't want to know about it. One day. I went to a certain restaurant. No, it was not to eat that. It was a Lebanese restaurant. So I was there eating some Lebanese food. Whilst I was in there, I saw a lady, winter time, it was winter, abroad, wearing panties. And <laughs> whatever. And she was standing outside with high heels, just outside the restaurant. She was standing like that, waiting. Yeah, in the cold. It's a work, it's a job. So, I used to go to that restaurant all the time. So I started even to know the different, different ladies who used to stand there. 
one day the owner of the restaurant told me, he said, oh, one day a man came and he said, oh, I, I love you, one of the, one of the girls. And he took her and he married, he married her. It's, it's, and he was happy. And then another one, he told me, comes to drop his wife there every day to work. <laughs> and he picks her, he picks her in the evening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see, there's always somebody who will like you. So there's no, I'm, te- I'm saying this, don't, no need to tell your lie. There's somebody who likes you just as you are. There's no need to open the door. There's no need to open the door to death. There's no need to open the door to death in your life. Death lies is Satan, is death. And the influence of the Holy Spirit is bringing you more towards the truth. Holy Spirit doesn't, it's not compatible with lies and deception and darkness. More honesty. And the more the Holy Spirit is on you, the more you will, you will be, you, you always assess yourself. Because you know that he's not looking on the outside as people are looking, but he's looking straight in there. You see, there are scanners when you go through. They don't look at your clothes. They look beyond the clothes. They see what is inside. Is it not amazing? Yeah. So God, he doesn't look outside. So you'll be impressed. People are impressed. But you see, when you the anointed, so you stop telling lies half truths, this, whatever, denial, you start, then you start now looking at inside. Because the Holy Spirit is working on you, is improving you. He has predestined you to be conformed to the image of His Son. He's expecting you to be a very good person. So all your life is to be trained. Because you are a human being before you are a human doing. Who are you being? Who are you? What are you? It's not what you do, but what are you? What you are, you are being. How are you like? Are you with me? So, you must open yourself to the influence of the Spirit. He is guiding you to be honest and to be truthful and to be real. You cannot be built high with under... Everything about you is not true, it's not real. And it's a project to remove the under things that are not real. And bring yourself to a solid ground. Yeah. And then God can use you. Because all the preaching is about the truth. Somebody said, look. What I'm telling you is true. This one is not preaching. Wow. What do you mean? This one is not preaching. This one is the truth. I'm telling you the truth. You see, that also. You even know. There's also truth. That you realize that it's not truth in your heart. There's also another level. You may be telling the truth, but there's truth from your heart and truth that's not from your heart. It's true. You see, one day I was preaching, I, I didn't know what to preach. So I said, I'm going to preach about prosperity. What comes from your heart is what is powerful. The Bible says, out of your belly, out of your heart will flow rivers. Okay? The Bible says it's not which comes from outside that can defile you, but that which comes from within, from the heart. That's what has power to affect you. 
So in the same way, your preaching is the one that comes from the inside, from the heart, that has power. And the, those, those external things, they are not powerful. So I was preaching and I said, let me preach prosperity. But I didn't know what to preach. So I went and got a book by Kenneth Copeland on prosperity. So many things about prosperity. So every Sunday, I'll come and then use section 1, section 2 like that and I was preaching. At the point it was like I was chewing stones. I said, what I'm preaching, I don't even, I don't even believe in it. It's true, it's all true, but it's not something from my heart. Recently somebody was telling me, he went to my YouTube. And there was a YouTube, one of them was a YouTube on spirituality. And then there was another one, YouTube on prosperity. I think they are all recent. I don't know whether it was titled Prosperity. I don't know if I've preached about prosperity somewhere. But prosperity and then spirituality. The YouTube on prosperity had about 25 views. The one I preached on prosperity. 25 or 70 views. But the one on spirituality had 12,000 viewings. 12,000 something. Spirituality. Yeah, it's amazing. But of course, it's like the one that I believe and the one that is from my heart, do you understand? It's the one that has power that more than 12,000 people have viewed it. Yeah, on YouTube. It's amazing. So, you see, there, there's truth. You may be saying the truth, but this one is deep in my heart. I believe it. this one is just true. <laughs> And it's the same thing with the songs. If you start singing, and you start singing it from your heart. That's why, the, that's why when you sing, because I've given people songs, and they didn't sing it from their hearts. And the songs had no power, and they lost their influence. Okay, do you remember? I have. I've given people some. They didn't. They did. So when I first came to the first lab, one of the main things I was looking at with the stars was whether they liked the songs. Yeah, because you can sing the truth, but because it's not from your heart, it doesn't have power. Because you give people some, they don't really. They say, Bishop says we should sing this as Andrew Crouch song. <laughs> Bishop wants it. These are these are what he. They, these are what he. These are what he. These are what he, he says we should sing. They say we should sing this, this is what we are saying. And you see the choir singing, powerless, effectless, not, not nice, whatever. Anointing free. Because they, don't, they, they themselves don't believe it. They don't believe what they are. They don't even think it's a good song. They think it's not modern. They think there are better songs. There are other ones. Yeah. So they have no power. It loses its effect. That is why you will see like a song like the one you sang this afternoon. What do we sing? Sing it, sing that part. Is God happy? Yes. But if God is unhappy with our praise, mm. what if He is not pleased with the words we say? What if He takes away His love? And his spirit from above. What if God is unhappy with our praise? Yeah, it's from the heart. 
The one who composes from the heart. But there are a lot of compositions. You see that they joined words together to try to make things work up. Yeah. yeah. But it's not power. That's a certain power. But you see like Andre will say, start all over again. Do you know that song? Yeah. Start. Let's start. I mean, like, because... I think he has gone ups and downs in his life and he's saying, start all over again. Sing. Start all over again. Start all over again. You know it's my fault that we ever stop. It's my fault that we stop. Let's go on to the end and start all over again. Start all over again this time. I promise it will never end. Take me back. Take me back. Mm-hmm. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. Take me back, Lord. Oh, take me back. Oh, take me back to Lord where I first believed. I feel that I'm so far from you, Lord. It's not a normal feeling. But still I hear you calling me. Those simple things that I once knew, the memories of drawing me, the memories of church are drawing me back home. I must confess, Lord, I be blessed. Lord, I be blessed as a Christian. Yet my soul's not. Satisfied, oh. Yes. Not satisfied. So renew my faith. Yes. Restore my joy. Ooh. And dry my weeping eyes. Is it not from his heart? Oh. Take me back. Oh. Take me back to Lord. Where I first received you, take me back. Come on and take oh, me back, Lord. Take me back to Lord where I first believed. Now, one day Mike Medock went to visit Andre Crouch. It sounds like Andre Crouch went to visit Mike Medock, and he started playing a song. And he asked him, what made you compose that song? And Andre Crouch told him, I had a beloved and it didn't work out. Because he never married. He never married. He said, I had a beloved relationship and it broke. And I, it, it, my heart was broken. Sing, sing, sing the song. I've had many tears and sorrows. 
I've had questions for tomorrow. There were times when I didn't know right from wrong. But in every situation, God sends blessed consolation that my trials only come to make me strong. Sing the next verse. And I've been to many places. Sing it from the heart. This truth from the heart. I have seen lots of faces. Mm. But there were times when I felt so all alone. And as he was sitting there composing, I just composing the song. I felt Yet so all in alone. my lonely hours. No, my lonely hours. Those precious lonely hours. Wow. Jesus let me know. Jesus let me know. That I too. I am his own. I'm his own. At least he's my beloved. I'm his beloved. Through it all. Oh. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. Beautiful. Beautiful. I've learned to trust in God. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, through it all. Through it all. Wow. Is it not? You see, you see, you sense the power. It, that's why the song. I heard Andrew Crow telling somebody one day. He said, "God is going to bless you with songs that will be sung all over the world." And I realized that that is what God gave him: songs that will be sung all over the world forever. It was a gift. Yeah. God will bless you with songs that will be sung all over the world. This song is sung everywhere, every language. It is his painfulness and his trouble that made him sing it from the heart. So there is truth. So that, that is why preaching, you have to believe the thing in your heart. If you sing in a song, you must like it and believe it in what you are singing. It's, it's something that, not something that will just come. And that's why the ministry, you must believe it in your heart. Yeah. And that's what I found. I found out I was preaching Kenneth Copeland Prosperity Scriptures. Week after. I, that was what made me leave the cathedral. Because that, it was that made me take that. I said, look, this is not in my heart again. Yeah, it, it, it's the truth. It's not in my heart. I'm no more ministering the truth from my heart. So the truth itself is even divided. What do I believe what I'm saying? What I'm doing? You see, when I come to you, First Love Church, I preach about some things. I believe in those things. I believe in all these things. This is what I believe is what I'm preaching. Yeah. So truth from the heart is another. Do you really believe what you are saying? <laughs> Do you really believe what you are saying? Yeah, you believe it. That's why if you believe in salvation, when you talk to someone, you go to hell. You have to give your life to Jesus. See that you believe it. And that is something you ask yourself, I don't believe it. And maybe you realize you don't even have a compassion for anybody to be saved. Pray to the Holy Spirit to help you. He will help you. Accept the truth that you have no feeling for souls. Is it not amazing? Yeah. The sweet influence of the Spirit. 
is working on your level of honesty. You'll be brutally honest with yourself. Brutally honest with yourself. When you are in a relationship and you realize that, Charlie, our relationship is not good. It cannot work. You'll be brutally honest and say, it is better to break a relationship than to break an engagement. It is better, it is better to break an engagement than to break a marriage. So since we are in a relationship, let's be truthful to ourselves and break the relationship. It is not working. When I met you, I thought I have seen the most beautiful girl. But just two weeks later, I saw somebody else. Or, I thought you were very beautiful, but when Bishop put the two ladies on the stage, and the two angels over there, I realized that I don't know you. I realized that I don't know you. We are walking in the shadows. How many realize that you, you really don't know some people? That's why you need long relationships. You can quarrel and see whether the quarrel is the type, the, the, the resolvable type. Or whether it's chronic, persistent, untreatable, intractable, unresolvable quarrels. Eesh. Is it fantastic? Truth. How many realize the Holy Spirit is going to work on you, Charlie? You, you see, when the Holy Spirit is working, you cannot easily praise yourself. You never say, oh, as for me, me, I am this. You say, I'm sure I am. You say, I am sure I am. That thing, I'm sure I am. May God have mercy on you. You know that God have mercy on Yeah. So, even preaching, even singing, yeah, you have to sing from your heart. Then if you have power. So, that truth now takes you higher and more powerful. And the crowd doesn't just join words. And the crowd doesn't just join words. He has little, little songs. We'll be going home. How does that one go? It won't be long. Yeah. So, sure, you, just, you don't even know whether it's a song. Mm-hmm. We will be leaving here. So, <laughs> it won't be long. Mm-hmm. We'll be going home. That's enough. That is power. It, it, it. Sing that part again. It won't be long. It won't be long. Mm-hmm. We will be leaving here. It won't be long. Ooh, we'll be going home. So count the years as months. Mm, count the 
she first started to sing for me, I was searching to see whether she believes. Whether she likes it. Or whether she also secretly despises my music. Because the first group of singers I had, they despised my music. Oh yeah, they despised me. They, they thought I don't have music. I don't know music. Yeah, I'm old. The only song I know is Greater Love. Yeah, I found it and Greater Love. Even though I didn't bring Greater Love, Greater Love and Souls are Party. They thought I don't know any music. I don't know music. That was, that's what happened. I was quenched. And, and when they sang, the power was empty. They were empty. No power. Do you, do you believe? Do you believe what you are saying? Do you believe what you are singing? Do you believe what you are talking? What you are preaching? Do you believe it? If you believe it from your heart, it will be very powerful. If you don't believe it from your heart, it will have a lesser level of power. Completely. Because Jesus said, it is not that which comes from outside that can affect you. It is that which comes from within, from the heart, that has a power to defile or spiritually affect you. But the defilement was a spiritual affectation. Yeah. So it's not that from outside which has any power, but that which is coming from inside that has the power to affect you. What do you think? Is it amazing? Is it fantastic? Yeah. So I preach, you see, that's why I can't come here. I don't have any, I don't have any like, what I'm reading. I'm just talking to you what I think and what I believe in my heart. What I'm sharing with you. I believe the things I'm saying. I think the things I'm saying are real. Yeah. I believe in what I'm saying. I really do. I really do. I really do. That's, that's what le- increases or lowers the level of power of anything you are doing. Now, you really believe in it or you really, you really do. It's not that which comes from outside. But that which comes from within, from the heart. That can defile you. And if it can defile you, that because it's a spiritual reduction, then it means something from the heart can also raise you up. Yeah. That's why the Bible says that keep your heart with all the out of the heart comes. See, that's where the power, the issues, the real power of this life comes from the heart. So you must speak truth that you believe. Don't just join words together. All those songs, they are very powerful songs. A, a song like uh, Parting Souls. Sing it. You know, sing that song. You know how that song came? Sing it. Just look around you and see the souls with parted day. God's salvation and the blood of Jesus was shed for them. That they might be saved. And do you care for their souls? And do you care for their souls? Sing the next verse. God is full of of grace grace and mercy. He has no pleasure. He has no pleasure in the death of a sinner. 
So go and tell them that God is still calling. What a song. To turn it away. Do you know what made him write this song? He's a pianist. His mother died. And when his mother died, he sat down and played the piano and sang this song. Just look around you and see the souls which part each day. God's salvation and the blood of Jesus was shed for them. They may be saved. And do you care for the souls? Do you? His mother, his mother over his mother's dead body. Then his son's souls are parting. Because my mother is gone to eternity. Souls are parting as we live today. As we live today. Souls will souls will part. As the days go by. As the days go How many How many really will die in Christ? Wow. How many really will ever get? Is it not a beautiful song? fantastic and powerful from the heart from the heart Jesus is the answer Jesus is the answer for the world today is it not fantastic Jesus is the way Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. If you have some questions, questions? in the corners of your mind, in the corner of your mind, traces of discouragement. You can find reflections of your past. They seem to face you every day. Reflections of your past. But this one thing I know that Jesus is the way. That's why I say Jesus is the answer for the world, for the world today. Above it, there's no Jesus is the way, Jesus is the answer for the world today, above and there's no other, Jesus is the way. That's why Andre Crouch prophesied to somebody, said that God will give you songs which will be sung all over the world. It's a blessing. Amen. You know how to sing? I'll be thinking of you. Yeah. Sing it. He had, I'm sure, a friend. And as he was saying bye-bye to her, or him, he said, I'll be thinking of you. I'll be thinking of you. Thinking of you. Though we're far apart, you're in my heart. And there you'll always stay 
Till we meet again someday, cause I'll be thinking of you. And I'll be praying for you, yes, I'll be praying for you. Praying all your hopes and dreams that they will come true. Oh, should there be some rain, I know the sun will shine again. Cause I'll be praying for you. I'll be thinking of you. And I'll be praying for you. Wow. Tell your neighbor I'll be thinking of you and I'll be praying for you. Wow. Is it fantastic? It's from the heart, isn't it? So Caleb, you always have to preach from your heart. Don't forget it. That's the powerful message that you have. The other ones are not powerful. You must always sing from your heart. The, the, the one you sing from your heart is the powerful one. The one you're not singing, it doesn't stop that powerful. So if you don't like the song, you don't believe in the song, don't sing it. That's your powerful message. Dr. Go, that's your powerful message. That's your powerful message. You want to know your powerful message? It's the one you believe. <laughs> the one that's in your heart. That's your powerful message. That's your good message. That's your best message. That's the one you should always preach. That's the one with power. It's the one you believe from your heart. Don't, don't, don't think of what people are saying. You don't have only one message. It's your powerful message. Yeah. It's your powerful message. Hey. That's why when I came today, I first started telling you about the call. Uh, it's my powerful message. Many are called. <laughs> it's easy for me. Hey, God is calling you. The spirit and the bride say, Come. Come. Come, my baby. Come. Come. It's my powerful message. I have no apologies for my powerful message. It's my, my powerful message. Yeah. Yeah, it's from my heart. Is it fantastic? Stand to your feet, babies. Boys and girls. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Good, good. Glory to God. We are going to have dinner, I believe. How many hours will it take you to eat? Now, we have a lot of snakes around. So I don't want you to step on a snake, okay? Okay? Do you know a snake called Onanka? <laughs> okay. You shall not step on a snake in Jesus' name. So now, when we have our break, how many minutes? Because we're going to come back for one short session and then we come in the morning. Alright? So, how many minutes? An hour will be, will be safe, isn't it? Okay, okay. And then after that, we have a short session. You go and then we come early in the morning. But there's a lot of fog. You say, I brought you to this aim. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your help. 
bless us influence us we are ready for it we want more of it we thank you for it in Jesus name Amen alright so